Hello and welcome to another episode of Never On Site. Hi, this is Joseph, and joining me as usual is Mayur. Hi, Mayur. Hi, Hos. <laughs> Not a fun weekend for Barca fans. <laughs> for Barca fans, definitely. But um, this match was this weekend. We were looking forward to two, definite two or three very good derbies. Uh, first, uh, we had the El Clasico as well, and. Uh, PSG versus Marseille and also the Liverpool versus um, City match, which was usually the title contending teams um, uh, matched up against each other. But this season, Liverpool is struggling a bit. But we wanted to see what would happen, how uh, City would dominate Liverpool. That's what we were all waiting to see. But what transpired was something completely different. And we'll um, look into it and how that happened and also a peek into the uh, El Clasico as well. Mayur will have a, you know, torrid time trying to uh, tactically analyze the derby, derby, I'm sure. Cool. Let's move on to the uh, first part, which is the uh, review of the Game Week 9 matches. So, basically, um, the standout win, as we have mentioned, was the Liverpool match, which um, they won 1-0. We'll come back to that. Um, what else was interesting in this, Mayur? So, to start off with the Leeds-Arsenal game, uh, it was a very uh, chaotic game. Uh, Arsenal were very lucky. The XG at the end of the match was something like 2 point something for Leeds and Arsenal just had like 0.86 or 0.9 yeah, right, in right. favour of them. So, very one-sided game. Even uh, some of the players came out after that uh, game and spoke on Twitter that they were very happy to see out their points. It was a tough game. So, definitely a week where City also dropped points. So, this game we'll talk about. So, I guess who's, you watched the game, right? So can you Yeah, just... right. right. I watched the game and uh, it was a frantic game in which Leeds took the game to Arsenal because I was expecting Arsenal to win 3-0 or 4-0 because of the quality they had and I expected Leeds to press and Arsenal to play through it. But uh, the match was very intense and Liverpool pressed uh, like leads press the arsenal players <laughs> yeah so um leads could have at least got away with a point bamford missing a penalty and this was a very eventful match because we saw a, a penalty being overturned we saw a penalty being missed and uh, saka scored a brilliant goal as well so it was a fun game to watch and uh, lucky that Arsenal got away with all three points and uh, they are sitting pretty on top of the table right now. So, other game as well uh, to talk about, the Spurs-Everton game. So, if we not we might have not thought about this, but uh, Spurs are currently level with uh, City on points. So, they, are at, they both are at 23 points. So, Spurs have not been playing very good. But the new system which they have implemented, which we covered last time around when they played against Brighton, the 3-5-2 yeah. uh, which they are trying to play or maybe a 3-4-3, three, three, but with three midfielders who are sitting it. And Bentoncourt yeah. has profited a lot from it. So, that has definitely see, seen them become uh, defensively solid as well with two wingbacks who are constantly attacking. Kane, who has been amongst goal throughout the season. And uh, now with the three mid uh, players, they have definitely got something good going on and they could definitely challenge for that second spot. Though Arsenal are currently running high uh, and are four points clear. 
but against spurs who are not playing well as of now as yeah. per their capabilities but they are definitely a team to watch out for yeah so spurs if you watch the match you wouldn't like watch the matches you wouldn't say that they are sitting on level with city and i was surprised when i saw the uh, table because i was expecting um, spurs to be a bit more below uh, city but that was something which surprised me certainly and uh, the likes of kane in any other season uh, we would be very um, you know we'll be talking about him but because haland is there uh, we are kind of overlooking him and uh, the fact that i think it took him till um, like the next year in the last season for him to score this many goals so he has started scoring from the start for uh, spurs and um, as you mentioned bentancur is a very uh, influential player for conte but the real issue is if a team really sits back do they need another creative player with because i have seen in many of the forums spurs fans want someone like an erickson someone who can you know uh, dictate the game and also pick those crucial passes so that is something which we'll have to see moving forward can conte um you know find a way to um, deal with such teams also united versus newcastle was another interesting match and uh, uh, these are two sides who are trying to break in into the top 4 and uh, i'm uh, so i'm sure you must have watched the uh, goal which ronaldo scored uh, he he went in and took the ball uh, after the free kick was taken apparently but i'm not 100% sure because it was controversial you wouldn't have been surprised if some referees would have given it as a goal but uh, you could definitely see all the united players swarming the referee at that moment and also a clear penalty um, was not given to united i'm i suppose i'm not sure if i am being biased or not but so those are the two things and i am very disappointed that united didn't um, come out with three points playing at home yeah so that is that so what do we have next yes so next we have the main important game which will be taking us through so yeah. let's see the all the floor is yours yeah so this is a very interesting formation from pep we usually talk about pep being you know overthinking in some Uh, aspects when it comes to very crucial matches uh, champions league finals and i'm sure he would treat um, a liverpool away match just like how he would treat a champions league match and you could see definitely from the start of the match that the formation that um, city was playing was very different from what they used to play the personnel were almost the same but the system that they played was trying to target the Liverpool right side where usually Trent Alexander Arnold plays and they are trying to create an overload on that right side so this time uh, Milner played on the right side and uh, the issue here is that someone like a De Bruyne usually has uh, Bernardo Silva to link up play with and uh, get into the uh, right side of the uh, penalty box and put in a ball for Ellingham to head it in or you know slide and uh, shoot so this is something that was lacking and joy cancelo was also playing on the right side but he wasn't as forward as someone like a bernardo silva would be you can definitely see from the average positions in the uh, 90 minutes that uh, they were playing completely on the left hand side trying to interlink play there and 
um, trying to uh, you know exploit Liverpool's main uh, issues. But um, two players who are very uh, good in this match were Van Dijk and Gomez, and also. Uh, in defense, those two players were very critical because they marked out Erling Haaland. I guess there were two clear-cut chances for Haaland. Uh, so that was it. The rest, all those goals that you would expect Haaland to score, like uh, the balls that De Bruyne had put in, uh, Van Dijk either headed it away in those crucial positions. So Gomez and um, Van Dijk were very physical with him. They denied him the space to run into. And that is why Liverpool um, got away with a clean sheet. But any other day, Harland would have scored that two chances that he got. A De Bruyne uh, ball and um, there was one another chance that he got. So, another controversial uh, issue that in the that happened in this game was the uh, goal that City scored was overturned because of a uh, foul on Fabinho. So, basically, uh, if you see, uh, Anthony Taylor had... Um, you know, given uh, was not giving a tight leash on the match. He was letting everything go. He was allowing players to be physical. And then when uh, Erling Haaland kind of uh, tucked um, Fabinho's shirt uh, and um, uh, pulled him to the ground, um, it was a very slight pull, I would say. But after the match, both the uh, managers agreed that referees have to be more consistent. Like, if you're letting things go throughout the match, then you shouldn't change it for one moment or one build-up to on the build-up to a goal. You shouldn't change your philosophy, which was there throughout the match for that one incident, which was very crucial. So, that is why uh, that goal got uh, overturned. And, um, yeah, so this is how City uh, played. Now, let's move on to the uh, next slide. So, this is uh, Liverpool setup. And definitely the first thing you would notice is that number 11 who is playing uh, on the inside, uh, what is it called, the uh, inside right channel of Liverpool um, in the in the half space. So that is where Salah was playing. This is where we know that Salah is, the, is prolific and he has played throughout the last two, three years where he has scored millions of goals. So uh, this time... Klopp decided not to go with someone like a Nunes and uh, Salah was there and uh, Leopold's plan was to play on the counter and that is the only uh, area where they were uh, very dominant in and they were able to exploit City in, uh, in two or three counters that they played. The first one, Salah missed that uh, because of a beautiful save by Ederson. Uh, it was an unbelievable save. Uh, shows the caliber, the uh, potential and the uh, talent of uh, Ederson. And um, uh, Jota playing, uh, you can see Jota in the twenty in number 20 and uh, Thiago number 6 and Robertson was comparatively very high up. Like you can see that he is playing alongside uh, Jota and Thiago. He, in the first half, he had the most touches in the opposition box. So that that is how attacking he was. And um, you can definitely see that uh, uh, Firmino has also dropped in into the midfield, uh, the number nine slot, to uh, get more people into the midfield to avoid City playing in the midfield. So this was a uh, tactical tweak that um, Klopp had done and it uh, paid dividends. And I'm sure 
moving forward we'll see something uh, like this uh, deployed by klopp in the future because uh, liverpool were very good salah looked back to his best and um, this is a good sign for liverpool because we were expecting city to run away with it so yeah that's the tactical part of it and to just to sum up a very good boost moral boost as well for liverpool now they will have a good run of fixtures so this definitely makes uh, the top four things more interesting and uh, with the likes of chelsea also getting better as days pass so this is making again the top four race a bit more interesting as we had seen uh, two three teams running away with it and the other two three teams were falling a bit behind yeah. so yeah that was our uh, pl roundup uh, so let's move on to la liga uh, again in la liga there was a there were two huge matches uh, one was the athletic club and atletico madrid game so athletic club who had been in decent form were beaten by atletico de madrid so these ta- like this takes madrid to third spot and they are tied with real sociedad and real betis on the third spot all with 19 points and meanwhile the most important match of the weekend uh, in la liga was the el clasico so apart from el clasico the the two or three main results which i mentioned were real betis who were winning 3-1 uh, real sociedad who have been quite decent they are in their uh, they are top at of their europa league group as well so they have been showing decent amount of uh, good form in all this competition and atletico madrid who have uh, started uh, to get some points in and around so these were the three games and now let's take a look at the uh, el clasico so what exactly happened so so just to sum up in uh, the last five days uh, uh, barcelona has faced two difficult uh situations and two difficult teams teams who generally can take those chances right so we have known so before uh the el clasico started every madrid fan would know this was their best uh there was a best way how to attack barcelona and every barcelona fan feared that this is what we were lacking and this is where we could concede so the uh, first two top images you can see on the left top corner is one uh, which is marked with an arrow so uh on the ball is tony cruz and behind him is busquets so generally in his prime when busquets used to play this pass would never happen like but now which we have seen like busquets has been dragged around quite a lot he has to run quite a lot so in in fairness uh, tony cruz and busquets are same but uh, madrid's system helps cruz uh, to like overshadow his uh, uh, weaknesses and while uh, barca's system has generally been uh exposing busquets a lot like they have not been helping busquets to play the way he should play and he has to run a lot he is not good at that he is good at getting the ball back when uh, in tight spaces and counter pressing but here we see there is a lot of space he has to run a lot of times and he generally loses those and he even lost this physical battle with tony cruz yesterday so here we see that simple ball uh Jun- vinicius junior on the halfway line roberto was no match once that ball was played through busquets tried to make a foul but again no use the ball was already played and once the ball was played on the second image we see on top right there were four defenders who were playing and there is no need actually all four of the defenders were running towards the goal there is no way they can save the goal uh, if only two people run it's fine and two people have to mark the other players who were coming late right so this is just basic schoolboy defending error like you how can you let uh, benzema be free in that space and valverde as well so those were the two people who scored two goals in a similar way 
all the four players running towards the goal and Ter Stegen making a brilliant save. But there was no one to collect the ball. And Benzema was just there, took his spot and uh, took his time and scored. Second goal. Coming on to the second goal, uh, the bottom uh, left image. Here again, you can see there are four players already lined up. And Vinicius is playing centrally. He has been given time. Okay, we understand he has been given time. But you have to cover the possible options where he can pass. Both the options on the right-hand side, it's Benzema on the wide right. And on the left-hand side, it's Mendy, I guess. So, both options are open. There is a lot of space to play. And Vinicius has been given a lot of time. He takes his time, plays the ball. And in the second top, uh, bottom right image, you can see there is no way an uh, attacking team should be able to get a goal from that position. There are six Barcelona players defending while only four uh, Madrid players attacking. But we still somehow uh, didn't saw the danger coming. Again, like the first goal, second goal also, Valverde just runs in calmly and slots the ball home. So, this has been a recurring thing, uh, which has been... So, many people were saying, is Zavi out now? So, Zavi is not proving what he has been told. But again, uh, there are two, three instances. The only complaint from my side for Zavi is, we are not controlling the games, which we should be controlling. And he's... We are making the same mistakes. So, I understand if we make different kind of mistakes, it's still fine. But the this was the same thing which happened during... Uh, a quite a lot of managers as well in the past. We are making the same mistake. We are making the same mistake. But I expect more from Zavi. And I think he's the right man. And we should obviously trust him. But uh, I think he should also uh, has to look at this mistake. Which are very common and very schoolboy defending error. So this was it. On another day, probably if we don't make mistake, probably we win that El Clasico. Or at least get a draw. Same, right. thing, happened in, same thing happened in the Inter game. We lost. We gave uh, goals for fun. And we lost 3-1. So... This is this has been just like a destruction button we are pressing. It's like self-destruction mode, and we just uh, in a matter of time we just destruct ourselves, and then uh, the whole game has gone into frenzy, and we can't come back. So it has been a common uh, recurring theme. But again, there is uh, it's still a long way to go, and probably Madrid will also lose at some point. We have seen they have drop points in the past, so I'm still optimistic about uh, at least La Liga. Uh, Champions League is a different ball game again. Uh, against tougher teams, we have seen uh, if we don't have our players, uh, the main defenders like Kunda, Araujo, Kunde and Araujo, we genuinely suffer a lot. And probably, let's see, uh, there are statements coming in from Barcelona that uh, there might be a change in the uh, uh, Busquets role. We might see Frankie Moore uh, being deployed in that. So how it turns out to be, uh, let's see, let's wait and watch. But yeah, there is a change needed. Yeah. So, uh, the first thing I noticed when, with this screenshot is that there is a center midfielder who should be covering Benzema in the uh, top right corner. Whereas the center midfielder who should be shielding the edge of the box, waiting for that pass to Valverde. So, so it is something which can be, you know, you can change that those things. It is not like unfixable. But... So that is an issue which, uh, like you said, someone like Busquets in his prime would be dealing with it. Now that he is being dragged around, he is kind of losing his bearings a lot. So that is the El Clasico um, analysis for you. Let's move on to the uh, roundup of Bundesliga. So uh, at the bottom, you can see um, Bayern had an emphatic uh, win over Freiburg. Who are sitting third or fourth? I think Freiburg are sitting third or fourth. 
uh, in the table and uh, fc union berlin 120 against dortmund uh, so dortmund apparently played really bad and uh, union berlin is still on top of the league and uh, yeah so that is it and leverkusen after winning 4-0 in the first match uh, after uh, savi alonso took over they have gone back to their old habits of losing um uh, were pretty badly 5-1 against frankfurt and uh, schalke also struggling uh, losing 3-0 so yeah that is it from bundesliga uh, bayern played really well most of their attacking players scored uh, gnabry sani uh, everyone scored in this match and uh, they are looking good now let's move on to league 1 uh, so again in league 1 except psg and lille everyone all of the big teams lost uh, so marseille there was a big derby la classic as we say uh, in Fr- uh, france so uh, that was between psg and marseille psg came out as the winners lyon lost their games against rennes uh, again nice lost their ge- drew their game as well and uh, monaco also lost their ge- uh, monaco also drew their game so yeah there mm-hmm. were a lot of draws and uh, loses for all the big teams so as a result uh, Uh, Lorient, uh, who was who also drew, uh, who also drew, but they are sitting in second position. And Lens, who won their game one nil and jump frocked into the third position, and now Marseille are on fourth. So just to give you the glance of the important game for this week was between PSG and Marseille. And PSG started the game very well. Uh, Marseille's keeper Lopez uh, saved around eight to nine uh, times in the sixty seventy minutes he played. Like. in the initial 60 70 minutes when they were pushing and everything throughout the game but in the starting 15 20 minutes itself they he had to save like three four big chances so psg were creating for fun uh, and everyone was uh, shooting up on the keeper or uh, around the keeper and keeper was fantastic uh, uh, like at it as well but uh, on a contrary uh, psg also considered quite a lot chances uh, on uh, like marseille had some chances on counters but again they were also not able to take uh those chances and at the end psg came out with a goal uh with a uh, sleek passing uh throughout their front three but as a result yesterday mbappe was passing a lot like generally he likes to take shoots uh but yesterday he was looking for those uh, cutting passes and uh, tried to give the ball into the box more so any rumors going around that he is not happy or he is not trying to play more for the team so probably a uh, and to that yesterday he was looking for his teammates and he gave the assist to neymar as well who scored the winning goal uh, yeah so that was the whole uh, round up of the game and a quite a good game to watch uh, there were quite a lot chances uh, just then it didn't convert into goal or else it could have been a 3-2 game uh, on another day so let's okay. move on to serie a Yeah, so Serie A Juventus uh, thankfully won after the issues that they had. Uh, they were really struggling, and uh, I think Vlahovic scored the goal. And uh, Inter won two zero. Uh, Inter are looking good, and they're trying to climb climb up the uh, table now. And uh, they are in seventh position now. And uh, Napoli are the table toppers. They have won again three two, and they have a two point gap. over atlanta who are sitting on the second spot roma's matches uh, yet to happen and ac milan won um, uh, against verona uh, 2-1 so that is it so basically 
almost all the big teams have won. We're waiting for the Roma result to see what happens. Lazio uh, dropped points and they are in the fourth spot right now. So that's it for all the European uh, leagues. So just let's uh, sum it up with our FPL scores. So Ho scored 40 points and I scored 54 points. So overall, a bad week. Overall, uh, low scoring yeah. week with yeah, uh, most of the city uh, players ailing to give points. So Hoz, uh, how was your week? What did you? So it was about? terrible. At uh, after the first uh, match day, I had uh, 12 points with a minus four. So technically, I had eight points where people had 30, 40 points. And I was praying for Saka and Saliba to return points because um, at least Haaland everyone had. Um, and De Bruyne and Cancelo didn't, um, you know, give me any support in this game week. But uh, it was a torrid uh, game week for me. But um, I'm very positive about the uh, coming um game weeks like not the next game week at least after that where i can play the wild card and get back these 15 20 points that i have lost yeah as for me uh tony uh coming in with those two goals uh on friday night and mitrovic with another penalty for him so there were doubts uh whether mitrovic would start or not so i just took uh, a gamble and it paid off, uh, fortunately. And Gui, who was my transfer this week, I thought Zuma will play, uh, but he, due to his illness, I guess, he was not in the team. And uh, Gui came in, came in for him. And surprisingly, no one would have thought that the Leicester and Palace game would end as a draw, but it ended as a draw. And that clean sheet coming in clutch to get the red uh, green arrow for me. Apart from that, nice. yeah, that was it. Uh, not many good scores for anyone. So, if you haven't joined our league, the league code is mentioned. There is the description in the description box below as well. There is the league code and the auto join link. So, you can join using that link. And that's it for this podcast. Uh, we'll soon jo- uh, join you next week with all the latest updates and uh, results and every match around Europe. So, that's it. Thank you. Bye. Bye.